Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Decisions. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Power number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Sandy by Northwest Arkansas, today from Dickey Stevens Park here in North Little Rock as we are assisting in the Tornado Relief Fund. And uh, joined again by not only Kevin Bohannon, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. And in a moment, we'll be talking with Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. But first, the financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and arkansas focus. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security Bank. At First Security, people make the community. And at First Security, they help people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our communities stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community do things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollars to do more good, check out First Security at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hi, guys. Uh, I've got got to, uh, even before we talk about the red-white game on... Saturday, I wanted to pass this along just just so that in case you missed it, you will be able to help Rick out by making the effort to get this young man to Arkansas. Uh, Georgia defensive tackle Bear Alexander is entering the transfer portal. Rick has been wanting every player, it doesn't matter if they were the 86th man on the roster, if they put their name in the transfer portal, Rick wants them at Arkansas. But now Bear, he was the number 56 ranked prospect in the 2022 class, the number five defensive tackle, and he chose Georgia over nearly every major program in the country. And he's a big, big man. So it is your responsibility, Trey, if you hadn't already taken the pawn, uh, this challenge, your job is to get Bear Alexander uh, from the transfer portal for the Arkansas football Razorbacks. No, it isn't. That is not my oh. job. Oh, it's anybody, not. anybody listening out there, I would never do something like that. That is, that is complete. That would be so unethical for me to do that. <laughs> do not I put me. Do not put me in that boat. I know it is. My job, my job, or our job, I don't really cover recruiting much at 24-7 Hog Sports, is to cover recruiting, not to become part of recruiting. <laughs> I have right, to sign Trey. a code of ethics. <laughs> All right, sure we I, don't do I, that I was only kidding. I was only kidding. All right. You're playing around with my livelihood here, Randy. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I apologize. Um, what were your impressions from this Saturday from the Red Watch scrimmage? 
Well, it, it was unfortunate. I think a lot of people got scared away because of the uh, the threat of rain, and obviously it came afterwards and hailed in a lot of areas in northwest Arkansas. I don't think it hailed in Fayetteville, but it, it started raining and looked pretty ominous uh, right after the game. But, uh, man, we got the sweet spot for the game. I think it was one of the best weather games that we've had for a red and white. So it was unfortunate. Um, I think that, you know, not a lot of people were, were present, but uh, – yeah, I, I thought it was uh, it went pretty smooth. You know, Isaiah Satania continues to build and really kind of surge at wide receiver. That's your guy, Randy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he uh, I think he was just a little bit I don't know if skittish is the right word, but um, just not maybe not as confident. You know, I guess you come in maybe you're the smallest wide receiver. You're a little bit light. Um, you know, you're a freshman. He didn't enroll early. This is his first spring. Uh, and then had that high ankle sprain uh, somewhere around the Alabama game last year. Uh, so never really got going. And this spring, I just think that he's he's kind of taken things to another level, like maybe maybe would be like my most improved guy. Uh, had a really nice t- touchdown catch, I, and I thought it was great. You know, K.J. Jefferson recognized that Lorando Johnson was coming, uh, and, uh, and that put Antonio Greer uh, singled up with, uh, with Satania and, and, and K.J. hitting perfectly uh, in stride. Jacoby Criswell, I thought, looked really good uh, in the spring game, and that was probably as big of an addition as Arkansas got just because – you know, we know that KJ. There's times where he gets a little banged up, and he has to come out of a game. And he missed two full games last year. And you know, you just felt that Mississippi State game last year going there. You just very little hope that Arkansas had a chance because you knew the situation they had at quarterback. And I think you feel a lot better that you can put a guy in there who you feel can win a game. And that's kind of what we've been talking about for a while. Uh, you know, Isaac Tesla didn't have a big red-white game, but I think overall his spring has been really. Really solid. Um, yeah, I'd say those are probably my main takeaways on on offense and then defense. I, I really like where they are at cornerback right now. I like the young linebackers. Really like where they are at defensive end. Had ten sacks. They're all touch sacks. There were some of those that um, you know they would the quarterbacks probably would have escaped. You know they're they're all dual threat guys mostly, so uh, they probably would have would have pulled away. Uh, but you know Landon Jackson couple sacks uh, on the day, um, and he's really coming along. You know, he's got that prototypical size, 6'7", 269. I think when it all shakes out, your starting ends will be Landon Jackson and Trajan Jeffcoat. That's kind of how I see it. And then, you know, you might you might have Deshaun Stewart come in, more third-down situation type stuff. Uh, but still think they need a couple of defensive tackles out of the portal, and we'll see how things go here. Obviously, you mentioned the guy from Georgia. Um, we definitely want to keep an eye on, you'd think. Uh, but I would say a couple defensive tackles, a linebacker, or two maybe, but a, a definitely one. Um, a couple of safeties, maybe a couple of tight ends too. Uh, you know, if they're going to run 12 personnel, which, you know, they, they did that a lot, uh, then they, they need to probably get a couple of tight ends and, and an offensive lineman also to go. And then, you know, I think they can they can figure it out from there. So far, nobody's entered the transfer portal from Arkansas aside from Dax Courtney, uh, which was a bit of a surprise because he had medically retired from football. Uh, all that means he went on medical hardship, so he stayed on scholarship at Arkansas. But it does mean if he ever wanted to return to play football, then he would have to do that somewhere else. And so that's kind of the situation. Looks like he's kind of had a change of heart, wants to give it a go again. And so, so far, he's the only guy that's entered the portal. Trey, the only nicks and bruises, Washington uh, suffered one there on the sideline. Armstrong got tangled up in the end zone, but he popped right back up along with uh, Johnson. Uh, But Emerian Harris, that, Mm -hmm. uh, that was a little bit of a concern. Uh, he was yeah. there on the medical table with an ice pack. Any update on E. Marion Harris? They feel like it's nothing major. I have heard NCL just kind of in the background. I don't know that for sure, so I'm you know not reporting that necessarily. But I will say, you know, I have I always bring my binoculars to the games, uh, and I was watching E. Marion when he was sitting down, um, and he had a smile on his face. And if you think that you have torn your ACL, you're not smiling. 
you know, I mean, that's that's a that'd be a tough time. It's like a you know, Tory and Carter last year. Uh, you know, you go through the whole spring, and in the very last practice, you know, you tear your ACL. Uh, but he had, you know, he had it iced, and then he had it in a brace. So hopefully, it's nothing serious. Sometimes you get surprised, but um, you usually don't see a smile on a guy's face if he feels like he has an ACL. If you remember, and and please correct my memory, but this was that situation we see so often now where it becomes a rugby scrum and there were like four or five linemen who were piling on and trying to push the back forward and then all of a sudden I saw Emerian fall and hit the ground and I'm thinking oh crud I mean yep. that's that's the almost perfect scenario for a lineman if someone's going to land on his leg and mm-hmm. get it in an awkward position. That was the situation. So if it's an MCL, thank goodness. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. nothing minor, but it is minor compared to an ACL. So yeah, that it's would not be a good season. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a couple months. It's not a yeah. season. So, um, but you know, they have those braces on those linemen for a reason because they, right. they can get tangled up like that, and those are obviously there to protect you from getting an ACL. They don't guarantee it, but they they can help. Um, you know, talking about piling up and, and running back stuff, man, I was scared every single time Rocket ran the ball. I was just like, you oh, me man. Both. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have run him any, <laughs> but I, I understand what Sam Pittman says with, you know, wanting to scrimmage guys and wanting to hit them, but, you know, you never give a guy who's a second-team guy a chance to move up if you don't scrimmage him in practice, a, a real chance anyway. But with Rocket, I mean – we know what he can do. <laughs> he ran for 1,400 yards last year. I just, especially late, you know, I understand getting him a couple few carries or something, you know, let him take a couple of hits. Uh, but after that, I mean, I'm just like, hey, he carried I'm some him with out. the third team. He carried some with the yes, third offense. He yeah. did. Yeah. He, he ran with second team against the first team defense some, too, yeah, and, and had success. Yeah, yeah. He, came, he came out fine. Running backs need to run. It's okay. They do. He ran but, angry. You know how scary it is. I mean, we've seen – I've seen Nile Davis, you know, in a scrimmage. I've seen Jonathan Williams in a scrimmage, you know, go down for the year. Madre and Hill so, happened to him all the way yeah, back. Yeah, Madre Hill. Yeah. Sure did. Right. Yep. That's right. Okay, so my mic was off because Randy was trying to keep me from shouting. Mm-hmm. Write that big story on why the Georgia defensive lineman needs to transfer to Arkansas. It's not <laughs> your not job to get him story. here, but write the story. Do something. Plead with him. On the, do, do your social media. Get him here. Whatever it takes, get him here. Yeah. I, I'm you know, sure that Sam Pittman is on that. I, I hope he be is. Surprised, he's he's so. a Georgia connection. He, he ought to call the coach yeah. and say, look, tell him to come here. Hey, Arkansas has done well. Um Recruiting Georgia transfers. Got Latavius Brainy last year. That's right. Uh, and this year, obviously, Jaheim Singletary. That's right. And uh, yeah, they, they would love a they would love a couple more for sure. Yep. The other one, I know, and I know you've talked about Criswell a lot uh, this spring, but are you not impressed? I know he dropped two snaps, but are you not impressed with Malachi Singleton? Yeah, I like Malachi. I've liked Malachi since he was in high school. You never really know until they get up here. Yeah. But he showed some really good speed. I mean, the only thing, he, I think he had issues holding on to the ball like three times. Um, but sometimes that happens with a young quarterback, especially a guy's, you know, he's thinking sure. about oh, trying yeah. to razzle-dazzle and do something big and, you know, make a big play. Um, and But, you know, he threw the ball really well, too. I mean, he had some – his first throw was a rollout, um, you know, probably 15 yards downfield completion, had that yep. nice throw in the end zone. He had a uh, 61 middle of the end zone. that didn't count. It was right on the button. It was at Tabake, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Put so, it right on the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's looked good in the spring. And, uh, you yeah, know, I, I felt when, the, when you know, they were recruiting quarterbacks and there was a couple of really high-profile guys out there. Uh, and then once things kind of, you know, you could tell things weren't moving forward, he was the guy that I, I really felt like Arkansas could get and and should target, and and they did obviously got him here for a few visits, and it all worked out. But he's yeah, he's a good looking prospect for sure. 
Okay, Randy, you can come back now. I've I've made my point about the Georgia lineman coming to Arkansas. Well, I turned my microphone <laughs> off. No, you I, turned I you turned mine. I didn't off. want to just, interfere with your no, moment. No, you you turned mine off because you knew I was screaming <laughs> to get this guy to Arkansas. I don't have control of that today. I, I'm 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 here at Dickie Stevens. I I can't take credit or fault for that either way. Right. Uh, Trey, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, commitments, Arkansas got a big one. I kind of yeah. felt like it was going to happen. Grayson Wilson out of Central Arkansas yeah. Christian. He is the 2025 quarterback. I, I don't know if that uh, will affect Kane Archer, if he's still in the picture or not. Year after that. Oh, is he a yeah. year after that? Yep. Yeah. I thought both of them were he's the a 26. 20. Okay. Suddenly, Arkansas is just producing one major quarterback after, you know, year after year. I mean, you've got, um, you know, Grayson. I mean, obviously, you know them all. And, you know, um, you got one going to Auburn, unfortunately. But, uh yeah, three years. Yeah, Walker White. Uh, three years of you know pretty big time quarterbacks in the state of Arkansas that hold an Arkansas offer. You don't see that very much. I mean, usually it's ever so often you see it. You know, an Arkansas guy. Who's the last Arkansas quarterback? Who's the last Arkansas? No, no, no. Ty Story, probably. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mallet was from Texas, I guess, huh? Texas, he played at Texas High he's School. Right I would say right on, the, right on the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say if you ask Ryan, he would tell you he's an Arkansan. I mean, his yeah, family's right. from what Lincoln. Hey, his uncle yeah. was from Searcy. And you got Wilson yeah. from Green Greenwood. He was Tyler Wilson. He's yeah. pretty good. good. Yeah, he was. I almost didn't. You know, Houston oh, didn't offer him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Ty Story, I believe, is the last one. Really? Come out of Arkansas. I wow. think so, unless I'm forgetting somebody. I think so. Criswell now. Yeah, Criswell now. Criswell yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ty Story was That's the last true. one. Well, Ty Story yeah. left and then came back and got Chad Morris fired. He sure did. <laughs> Quick did his part. <laughs> he we did his we part. We going to talk about that. <laughs> Gentlemen, we've got two callers waiting for Biddy. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. We'll do that. Let's talk with um, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I don't want to suck up too much. Last week you got me in trouble. Didn't sound too good. No, Trey, I'm, I wish you would have stood up for yourself, though, when Sam was talking about there were no athletes in the room. You know, I felt like you should have been like, I'm the greatest athlete in here. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> but seriously, uh, uh, you know, what I saw, Trey, and I think you would probably agree, and I, I'm not trying to take a shot at Kendall Browse with this, and I know the room was not as talented as it is now. From, But I think when you start, we all know what individual drill is, but when you start taking the things that you do in Indy and you take them to team in seven-on-seven, seven, and that's every quarterback, every guy that played the other day. Now, granted, I know they had the – they knew they weren't going to get hit and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but you could see just the fundamentals, even of the younger guys. It, it looked really good. I mean, it looked like they were taking it from practice to the game, and, you know, I think that's something, you know, to be said about that. I'm not saying Kendall, I don't know what Kendall did in Indy, but it just looks like fundamentally, we all know Dan is a fundamental junkie in a sense. I've heard that, and he's kind of a quarterback whisperer, but I just think that when you have a guy like that, every quarterback that's on the roster, he's going to help them get better, and I think that's the plus. I think every guy that plays quarterback on this team We'll get better under Dan Enos, and that's just the way I feel about it. I want to know what you think. Anyways, thanks, guys. Well, I think that, you know, they bring different things to the table. First of all, Arkansas's offense averaged 471 yards a game last year and did it with K.J. missing two games and really hobbled in another one. Like, probably shouldn't have played and still averaged that much yards. And you would take that pretty much every single year, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Uh, now, there were other times where, you know, you wanted to pull your hair out if you have any. I don't. Um, with some of the third down calls, it, it just it drives you crazy when, you you know, you throw behind the line to gain. Um, you know, and, and I understand there are times where, you know, you're playing and you know you're going to run a fourth down play. Um, but... You know, there were other times where that was it just got a little frustrating seeing that. Um, you know, sometimes you feel like you were in a rhythm with Kendall, and and then something cute would come, and it would just blow up the whole series. So, 
you know, with Enos, he's just, you know, he's a former quarterback, um, played quarterback in college. You know, Kendall has just a little bit different kind of background. I think Kendall was a safety in college, uh, but, and played quarterback, I think, in high school. But uh, Enos was a former college quarterback. He's been coaching for 30 something years. And I think just, you know, those nuances, technical things of playing quarterback, you know. I think that's probably where we'll see if he's as good a play caller because Kendall, Kendall Browse is a pretty good play caller. I mean, you get frustrated with the guy the more you know him. I mean, that's just the way it is in, in college sports. Uh, but Enos was, uh, you know, we'll see if he's as good a play caller, but he's, you know, technically he's he knows what he's doing. All right, Trey, let's talk with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Trey, I've been listening to you for a, a few days. I even watched your walk and talk after the spring game. Mm-hmm. You mentioned some of the, I guess, needs that we have, and you, you mentioned tight ends. And yeah. I know we lost Trey Knox when Gal um, Loggins went to South Carolina, but I also remember us getting three really big tight ends out of high school. Did we keep all those three? And if we if we did, is it is it more of an issue of they just haven't developed, they hadn't put on the weight or – what what is it that we're needing out of a, a tight end spot right now? Right, so you, they didn't Thank keep Jaden Ham. Uh, I think they, you know, just kind of had a change of direction basically. Uh, but they kept Shamar Easter. He has not enrolled yet, so he'll be a little bit behind. Um, Luke Has is going to play for him a lot. I think Easter will too. But the thing with those guys, you know, Luke Has goes about two hundred twenty six pounds, and he can. For 226, he'll hit as hard as any 226 out there. I promise that. But they're going to run some 12 personnel, and they just need, they need, in my opinion, some veteran tight ends that can block and sneak out and catch a pass. And I don't know if they really have that in an inline guy right now. A guy that's a threat in the passing game and can block. So I would say look for them to try to get two, two veteran tight ends. I think it'll happen. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's TreyVideoBlogSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. The Arkansas Golf Center in Conway is recognized as a perennial Golf Digest Top 100 fitter and multi-year best in state for golf instruction. The award-winning pros at Arkansas Golf Center utilize industry-leading technology like TrackMan 4 and Foresight GC Quad Launch Monitors to measure your golf swing needs. With a matched low-price guarantee and 0% financing available, you'll never pay more while shopping local. Go to argolfcenter.com to find out more and book your lesson or fitting today this is for the men who never settle the ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie the type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest tvs to overcompensate for theirs at home this is the lodge mentality this is twin peaks Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property loss is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Bighorn Ram Crew Cabs. We also have up to $9,000 off on the Laramie Crew Cab. 4x4s. And we have $7,000 off on new Grand Cherokee Limiteds. Just look for the green tags, folks. The green tag is my very best price. There is no haggling, no negotiating. We have all of our inventory marked. We have lots of inventory for you to look at, and we are making deals because it's a time that we need to help. We want to earn your business. Just tell us what we can do. Come see us today at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or you can shop us online anytime at FletcherDeals.com. It's Justin Anker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. 
townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Get a great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. It doesn't seem to matter which corner of North Little Rock or Little Rock or Central Arkansas or Arkansas in general. There seems to be a double B's where you can do all your one-stop shopping, take advantage of all the great April specials. But I talk about this so often because I didn't realize until this past weekend how much I have to start my day off with a, a cup of coffee. And um, there wasn't a double B's. i got to talk to Steve about that. There wasn't a double B's, at least I could find, in northwest Arkansas because... They have the bean-to-cup coffee, and that is the roast that I want. And the machine will grind my selected roast and produce a hot and fresh cup of Renoco coffee. And just in case you're not in the mood for maybe coffee, they also have the Renoco cappuccino. And you want to save some money? That's why you need to take advantage of these monthly specials. Uh, the Sunbelt Granola Ball, a bar, two for one dollar, and then you can get the twenty ounce crush for a dollar fifty. But you need that uh, jump start. How about the sixteen ounce Red Bull, two for seven dollars and fifty cents? That's just a few of the many specials you will find at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Once again, we are at. Dickie Stevens Park for a very special occasion. And uh, joining us now is the head coach of the Wampus Cats of Conway, Leighton Harden. Coach, this has to be for your kids a dream come true to get to play in a minor league ballpark of the quality that Dickie Stevens presents. Yeah, it's a great experience you know, down here in downtown Little Rock and North Little Rock. Uh, last year we got the same experience in Northwest Arkansas. We got to play at the Naturals uh, Stadium, so it's uh, it's a great event. One to help North Little Rock and, and the kids there who have been affected by the tornado, and two, you know, just to get your kids out here in an environment and experience that you know they they may not see later on in life. Coach, last year you you win the state title. You were you're the hunter at that point. And now you're kind of the hunted. Uh, the thing about your kids that I've noticed throughout the year is they've kind of kept the same attitude and stayed pretty even keel so far. And it doesn't matter if it's a sophomore or senior, uh, they've, they've had that same approach the entire season. That's one of the things you worry about when you come back from winning the state uh, championship, just how are your guys going to respond? Are they feeling the pressure? And it's been a very cool group so far. And we've we've run into some adversity, and they really haven't you know, hung their head or anything. It's just keep going, keep playing, and they persevered through, uh, found ways to win. You did something different this season. You went down to Dallas, and you played in uh, the five-tool showdown in, down in Dallas, uh, Rockwall Heath, a couple of uh, South Lake Carroll around that area. Uh, talk about how that kind of got you guys ready for coming back in state and playing these teams. 
last year, the first week of the season, when we played, every game was a run roll, whether we run rolled someone or they run rolled us. We knew we had to challenge ourselves, uh, get into some games where we were seeing arms that were high-level arms uh, of what we would see in conference, and uh, the five-tool classic did a great job with that. Uh, and our kids responded well. You, you don't know what to expect going down, and that's the first time Conway's been able to go out of state for baseball ever. Uh, and the kids responded well, played well, competed, uh, and it set the stage for us to come back to Arkansas and have a good start to the season. Speaking of the season, this is now the stretch run, is it not, Coach? It is. We are hitting the second half of conference here, so kind of kind of see where we're at, move through, and uh, you know, try to finish the season strong. There are always expectations. The Conway has built up such a tremendous tradition in baseball that you're expected, not not any surprises, but you're expected to make the state and compete for the championship. You know, our kids, like we said, we're pretty calm-headed, even keel. Uh, I don't think anyone feels that pressure this year. It's kind of, that's where we want to be, and that's where we kind of expect to be, uh, to get to a point where we're able to compete for a state championship every year, conference championship every year. Uh, it's just, you know, something that Coach Boucher built uh, before we got here, and we're trying to keep that tradition going for Conway. Coach, talk about the youth baseball in Conway right now. It seems to be growing a lot. you got the Porsche Station Park out there, uh, and then you got the smaller park over across the interstate. Uh, talk about the youth program and how it's just how robust it is and it's kind of a feeder into your program. Yeah, well, there's a lot of kids in Conway, and there's a lot of kids that play baseball. Uh, we'll have 70 or 80 kids a year try out, so it's, it's great to have those numbers. Uh, we keep quite a few. We have 50 on the roster this year, and that just helps breed competition, and really it's breeding team camaraderie. Um, through our weight room, morning workouts, things we do. Kids love each other and they want to compete for each other. Uh, and that's kind of the culture we want to build while we're here. I'll add to that. I, I, I almost believe Conway now is the baseball capital. Uh, when you start thinking about U-Trip or uh, the other different levels of play, there is a tournament that's ongoing every weekend there in Conway. Yeah, and we like it that way. Uh, we do want to be seen as one of the centers of uh, baseball in the state of Arkansas. State championship will be at UCA the next three years, and that's something we enjoy, that it's going to be in our backyard. Uh, so it's it's something where it helps build the expectation and build excitement for our program as well. You got a couple of kids back this year. Well, you got quite a few kids back, but uh, you lost Austin Rainey, who was the centerpiece of that state championship team. Uh, but Hugh Hill, uh, left-handed pitcher, sub-1 ERA so far this year. He's done a phenomenal job on the mound. Preston Proc, talk a little bit about those two guys and you know how they've you know really provided a lot of leadership with these younger guys. Yeah. Hugh's been kind of a centerpiece for us on the mound since I've been here. It was my third year as a coach here, and he's been one of the guys that's pitched in conference for us for three years. Uh, Preston's just a big body, strong, athletic kid, uh, very mentally tough, and he does a great job for us in the closer role too. You know, that, that's one of the things we want to build our team around is strong pitching and defense, and those two provide a centerpiece for that as well as Preston Ribbing. Uh, Preston's figured in as that third guy this year uh, and he's done a fantastic job also during conference games and in non-conference uh, he's the one that drew south lake carroll whenever yeah. we went down there and <laughs> you know you don't know what to expect he was coming off an injury uh, and it was really his first time on the mound all year and he did a great job competing against one of the best teams in the nation so kind of solidified himself as part of our staff there Leighton Harton is our special guest. He is the head coach of the Conway baseball coach of the Conway Wampus Cats Weather this year has maybe as crazy this spring as we've seen in quite some time. I mean, it doesn't just rain. It comes in... in Deluge. Yeah, in, in inches after inches after inches. And, uh, Randall, give me your phone number. I sent it to you. Okay. You did, every, it, yeah. you did everything but give me your phone number. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Coach. Uh, pardon me. But... How difficult has it been on a con to play on a consistent basis, Coach? We've gotten most all of our games. We missed the Catholic game. Uh, the biggest thing it's done for us is kind of changed the way we've had to pitch uh, since we've gotten to conference because we don't know what our schedule is going to be from week to week. Normally we're used to that Tuesday-Friday schedule. This year we've had to adjust. We've only had one week where we've gone Tuesday-Friday, uh, and that was last week. So it's made our guys adjust, which, you know, they, like we said, they've, they've been pretty cool, under pressure, pretty calm, and just do what they're asked to do. 
and go out and compete whenever they pitch. One of the things last year that w- was kind of new in the high school baseball that was uh, how, how you did your pitching staff and how you did it, and especially in conference play. You had a starter, a middle guy, and a closer just about every game that you did. Uh, talk about the kids and how they adjusted to that instead of just being, okay, coach, I'm going to get the ball and go seven innings. Uh, that seemed like it built up the confidence of those guys you know, quite a bit down the stretch and into the state tournament. Yeah, it's one of the things about our team. They're very well connected. Uh, they kind of feed off each other, and we have a lot of guys that want to depend on the guy next to them and play for the guy next to them also, so they're okay with handing the ball off to another guy. Uh, that allows us to create matchups whenever we get to conference play that we like. Uh, you know, guys may not have to go through the lineup more than once. We can get another guy in uh, and just kind of create situations where we feel like we're going to get out of any jam. Uh, it helps us. We haven't had a lot of big innings uh, we've given up in two years now uh, in conference play and that's one of the big things we're trying to avoid is giving up the big inning uh, from the mound and that's helped a lot. You've had some really good defense behind these guys too. Uh, Sam Gregg made one of the uh, Sports Center top ten highlight plays against Camden Fairview. I think it was Hugh Hill's no-hitter. Uh, then he had another one about two weeks later. Talk about him and Tucker Satterfield in the middle. Yeah, we've got two of the best middle infielders in the state as far as fielding goes. Tucker started for us since he was a freshman. Now he's a junior. Uh, Sam's the same way. I think he started for Coach Boucher as a freshman, uh, and he's been a starter in the lineup since. But just that's one of the things we want to build around is not giving up runs. We have to have defense up the middle to do that. Those guys have done a phenomenal job for us there. I know you don't represent the Chamber of Commerce, but I stay amazed every time that I go to Conway. It seems to just keep on growing. Coach, is that is that the case where it may eventually bring about the need for another high school? Yeah, I'm not sure about the schools. That's, uh, that's not my job. Uh, okay, I'm not talking about you, superintendent or, or president of the Chamber of Commerce, but I am just amazed how... Conway just keeps growing. It is. It's a great place to live. That's why, uh, you know, when the job came open, my wife said, "You're you're going to apply for that job. We're, we're moving to Conway if we can." That's where we met at UCA. So, obviously, it's a place we wanted to be. A lot of people want to be there. Great community. Uh, great people in the city. Coach, you, you've won five straight since the loss to Arkansas High. Uh, lost thirteen to five that game. Uh, did that really kind of change the mindset of the team moving forward that they're not going to drop another game if they have any say about it? You know what? I think we just brushed it off uh, as soon as it was gone. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of talking about it. We faced a good arm. Uh, didn't necessarily have our best guys going because we have conference right. the next yeah. day. So, you know, it was just one of those situations where you know, it's baseball, they're going to score some runs on us, and they did, and they kind of broke the game open, and then it was move on, we got to play the next one. Every team is different. And you've talked about this group, even kill and so forth. What other differences do you see about this team as compared to last year? Last year was probably more high energy. Uh, we knew what we had to do to win games. We knew we weren't going to score a lot of runs, so we had to do things and pitch the way we did, play defense at a high level. Um, so that kind of made guys a little more high-strung, uh, a little more energy on the field uh, from that group last year. Austin Rainey was one of those guys. Zach Schubel was a great leader behind the plate for that group. Uh, this year it's just more, you know, let's, let's just stay the course. Bus- stay the course business, with what we're doing. business mindset. Yeah, and that's uh, it's been a good group to have. Uh, a little different from last year's group, but every group's got their signature, and that's kind of what this group is. You know, it's amazing, Coach, what winning will do, how it can help establish confidence and uh, maintain those traditions, and uh, everybody can stay cool, calm, and collected. Coach, we want to wish you the very best tonight, and uh, certainly going forth and as the defending champion, good luck as you enter into, into uh, the state tournament play. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you being here. You bet. That is Leighton Harden, the head coach of the Conway Wampus Cats, and uh, we are just now seconds away from our break, and that gives us an opportunity to remind you one more time, North Little Rock and Conway are squaring off here at Dickey Stevens Park. And this is a free event. All we're asking is make a donation. Uh, This is to help both the personnel, teachers, students who suffered tremendous losses during the most recent tornado. If you don't have cash, they've got the code where you can make a donation that way. 
and the scoreboard has, clear, has cleared off. They've got another address. We'll try to get that and pass it along as well. Drop time Hoop sports. Five we'll Basketball continue. Academy presents the Hoop 5 Player and Scouting Report with Bart Reed. Wednesdays on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on 103.7 The Buzz. Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Tuesday in the zone, we got Arkansas UCA baseball to get you ready for. We'll talk a little bit about the Bears and the Razorbacks. Speaking of the Bears, Cam Hunter, their point guard from Bryant, will be in the studio. We'll talk about his journey in the portal, back out of the portal that led him back to UCA. Plus, Pat Bradley talking a little basketball with us. All that and much more coming up Tuesday in the zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's Turbo High Output Engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping your friends move or just moving some of your friends. This, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to play, sing along, and enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. It's Chevy truck season. Well-qualified buyers get 0% APR financing, plus make no monthly payments for 90 days on all Silverado 1500 pickups. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Finance charges accrue from data financing. 0% APR for 36 months. Monthly payment is $27.78 for every $1,000 you finance. Example down payment, 14.7%. Must finance with GM Financial. Down payment required at signing if applicable. Some customers may not qualify. Not available with lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 5123. QC Kinetics patient Diane Richardson saw her brother-in-law have surgery for pain in his elbow. My brother-in-law, after that surgery, had his arm in a sling for almost six months. Extensive PT, pain medication, a lot of restrictions of what he could not do. So when Diane's husband, Greg had a similar problem, she encouraged a different treatment. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. And the experience was like night and day compared to his brother. After six months, nothing. He hasn't felt any pain and that has been two years since he's had treatment. Plus, no drugs and no downtime. He was literally out golfing when he wanted to and doing whatever he wanted to. It was probably nine months before my brother-in-law got back out on the golf course and my husband was on the golf course the entire time. And he was so elated. He said, he goes, Diane, game changer. Before you have surgery for that joint pain, Get a second opinion. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back once again to Drive Time Sports. We are, if you can't tell, we're at a ballpark. We are inside uh, Dickie Stevens Park. When you walk through the gate, you're going to walk basically right by us. And uh, we are in between the varsity game, which is upcoming in about a little bit over, not quite an hour. About 45 minutes, yeah, 6.30 start time. And uh, the junior varsity game, so that is concluded. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Kevin Bohan, and I'm Randy Rainwater. So, Randy, do we have Jared Wagner tonight? 
No. No, Jared Wagner. He's at the doctor. He's at the doctor. Okay. Hey, uh, so hopefully it will be nothing but be back positive news. Right. That's right. Randy, one, nothing one, but positive news. One little note here, Randy, for those coming out to the ballpark tonight. As I was leaving to come back here to the studio, a lady had her purse, a big purse, and not a clear bag, and had to go back to the car. And get a clear bag. So, uh, if if that is the case, you ladies heading out there, you can't get in with a big purse. Same policy that you'll see with this Reynolds Razorback Stadium or yes. or otherwise. Uh, the Or Auto Mall in Russellville. It is three dealerships, three dealerships, in one convenient location. You've got the Hyundai. You've got the Nissan and Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And a tremendous, tremendous selection of pre-owned vehicles. The Or Auto Mall is there to help. And you heard from Mike back a couple of weeks ago. They are looking for used inventory. Everyone is still looking for used inventory. So, if you're looking for new, got it. Looking for previously owned? Got it. And they've got some special incentives for April, such as the Hyundai, 0% for 48 months, $500 cash on the 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe, or the Nissan, Rogue or Altima, that's 0% for 36 months, and then on the big-time 2022 Ram 1500, 10% off the MSRP. So if you're looking for the next ride and you're looking for selection, head out to the Or Auto Mall of Russellville and the OrAutoMall.com. Get so much more with Or. Kevin, I, I do believe a new warrior has emerged for the Arkansas Baseball Razorbacks. And I say new warrior. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the line drive that went off the foot of Dylan Carter. (laughs) Yeah. But for him to be able to stay in the game that particular day, but still being able to recover, come back, I'm not sure there was any performance over the weekend that was as badly needed was what Dylan provided yesterday with four and one-thirds innings relief. I thought Bobby did a great job. Ben did a great job. He only gave up uh, one hit, two runs, and unfortunately he he didn't get a chance. Ben didn't get a chance to work out that jam. Dylan came in, and I think the first batter he faced with the bases juiced, gave up a base hit, two runs scored. But then after that, Dylan shut the door. But this kid has turned into that warrior, especially with Brady still out of the lineup yeah. or out of the rotation. i got to believe maybe by the end of this month, Brady Taggart might be ready to come back. Yeah, and a lot of people ask me, and I get it almost every week, you know, at least two or three times a week, uh, will he be back by Georgia? No, he's not going to be back this week. Uh, I'm still betting the, the last week of the month. Uh, going into, I think, South Carolina. So I think him and Wagner may return right about the same time. So uh, it's good that we've had a couple of fre- three freshmen now that have stepped up. Christian Fouch got him some action in last night. Well, he looked good. He does. And, you know, he makes hitters uncomfortable up there. And it's just with two pitches. Uh, Gage Wood has now found the third pitch. He's got a feel for a slider now. So you got a fastball that's 93 to 96 and then a, a – you say a loopy curve, but it's a really tight spinning curveball. He just takes a lot off of it. That's at 73 to 75. So that 20 mile per hour variation messes with hitters. But now he has the slider that's got the that goes away from the righties and into the lefty. So uh, you got uh, them along with Bybee that are really stepping up. But you talk about Dylan Carter, and I don't know if our listeners really understand how far Dylan Carter has come. I saw him as a 16 year old. He was catching for Bentonville West. And now, Dylan could have graduated in the 2020 class with Caden Wallace and all of those guys and Jackson Wiggins, but uh, he was a young guy for that 2019 class. He originally wanted to go to Arkansas. He went to Crowder. He pitched okay up there. wasn't greater, you know, but he did some really good things over the summer. Came back last year. Didn't throw really well, but he wanted to be a part of the program. He knew it was coming at some point. This is just a kid that's been pitching for three years now, so he's a toddler in, in pitching years, so to speak. 
gets up there, starts to have better command. The changeup is really good. Looked really good against Tennessee and those left-handed hitters. Uh, he's just he's just taking that next step, and he went over 70 pitches yesterday. After warming up Friday and Saturday night, that takes a lot out of you. You know, having been a pitcher, so. Getting him to see the success that he's had, it, it just brings a smile to your face and, you know, that he's really got it figured out. He's big. He's 6'2", about 190, 200. He's durable. He's going to be able to go up into the postseason and still perform like this. What is it going to take for Zach Morris? He's got to get back on track. Yeah. And now Cody Adcock. I think Cody will probably get the start tomorrow he against UCA. Yep. But Cody has been up and down, more down lately than anything. But Zach Morse has struggled from the beginning of this season. Yeah, and at this point, you got to say, is it mental? And, you know, yeah. That, that, you know, 90, well, the, the, the quote that half of this game is 90% mental. Right. So uh, at this point, you know, when he pitched a couple weeks ago, he could locate the breaking ball, but the fastball he really couldn't locate. And that's what you really want to be able to pitch off of. Uh, so with, with Zach right now, Take a, you know, is it self-reflection time and look at everything moving forward? I wish the best for him. You know, turned down some money last year. You know he's going to get picked in the top 20 rounds. So if he can get out there and be a guy that they can rely on, maybe if it's just for an inning, that's going to help him moving forward towards the postseason. Well, I mean, location, location, location. location. I mean, you can can beat that one at the ground. Uh, One player that, if you're talking night and day, that is Caleb Callen. Absolutely. This was a player that was <laughs> beyond struggling. Bless his heart. Uh, I mean, he was well below the Mendoza side, uh, line. But he is now becoming the player that I think was expected and that, that is even saying improved right. defensively. But this is a kid, we talk about Wagner with his power, I think this young man has equal his, his power, and I think, Kevin, one of the biggest things that he did was start hitting the pitch where it was located Instead of and, trying to pull everything. and not trying to pull everything. Yeah, that that's a big thing with, with Caleb Cowley is uh, he, he's more comfortable up there hitting the ball where it's pitched, driving the ball to right center, and just being that guy in the lineup that can be relied upon to put the ball in play. He struck out seven of eight times in Arlington, and he looked so out of place. Mm-hmm. And defensively, offensively, it didn't matter. He, his pitch selection was terrible. So that's what you go back to. His pitch, his pitch selection has gotten miles better over the past few weeks. He's hitting 250 now. So just over the course since Arlington to now, He's hitting a little over 300. That's what you want to see out of a guy that's in the five or six hole. They consider the six hole in baseball is an RBI guy. So if he's down there with guys on base like Wagner, Jace, Tavian, those guys, he can knock them in, and his RBI numbers will continue to go up. I'll say this much, and we're about to hit our next break. I don't feel sorry for Tennessee. I don't either. But my goodness, what arms they have. Yeah. They, kept, they kept trotting. 96, 98, and I realize that the scoreboard may not be totally accurate. And they got beat by yeah, Will McIntyre throwing 86 and 87, yeah. so that's not and always the deal. And 24 years old now. <laughs> My gosh, if they got some pitching, though. All right, we'll come back. Up next, Pat Bradley. Patrick Bradley, hour number three, straight Hello, ahead. Folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars. And the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your